0: Hi, and welcome to Bake Sale, the podcast featuring conversations with Kickstarter creators and their kid friendly projects. I'm joined today by Adam Marshall of The Bazillions and Eric Kreidler, uh, the uh, mastermind or one of the masterminds behind The Bazillions. great set of videos. The Bazillions, for those of you who may not be familiar with them, are a kindy rock band out of the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Uh, they've got a couple albums under their belt, uh, including their most recent, Heads or Tails, and they have a Kickstarter project, which is endeavoring to raise money for, to, for the production of four new videos featuring songs from Heads or Tails. Uh, I really love... Uh, these guys' songs, and these guys' videos, uh, and uh, we'll talk about the videos a little bit and obviously their Kickstarter campaign, and so, Adam, Eric, welcome to the show.
1: Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Stefan.
0: Sure, sure. So, you know... Those of you who are listening to the podcast, who are uh, longtime readers of Zoo Global, uh, are, have probably seen the Bazillions videos. Uh, uh, they've got how many videos do y'all have at the moment?
2: We've got six at this point.
0: Six at this point, point. and so uh, the Kickstarter campaign is is looking to uh, raise the funding for uh, at least four more videos. But um, Adam, uh, maybe you could talk just a little bit about how the bazillions came about the origin story as it were
1: sure uh i was working at a uh, minneapolis public school uh in a kindergarten class <laughs> and the kindergarten teacher uh knew that i was a musician i i also play in in an adult rock band and she asked if i would uh play music for her kindergarten class. And, uh, and I did, and that turned into a weekly event at the, at the school. And, um, and I sort of, you know, I, I just started to think that maybe I could write some songs for this weekly performance. And, uh, and I did, and then it just sort of ended up spiraling from there with parents asking about songs that their kids were singing and, and me telling them that that those are my own songs. And then the parents saying, well, we would love to get a CD or something from you. And it just sort of kept going from there. Spiraling,
0: and, spiraling out of control.
1: It, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, it was sort of, everything was sort of very serendipitous and, uh, and, and, and yeah. And, and then I just ended up asking the humbugs, which is the, the, the adult rock band, I plan if they would sort of be this alter ego and uh and that's how it happened and then we just put out this c d and then we started playing shows as the bazillions
0: and so when you were writing songs in the classroom and and for the school were those were those the songs that that essentially appeared on uh the first album or yes. were they- Yes. Yeah,
1: some of them uh, there were there were quite a few uh that I had written and um I think I chose from the all the ones I had to make the first the first record. I might have written like a couple of them um at the end and there also was there was also uh maybe one uh that I that I had just written that I didn't that I didn't perform with the kids. Uh I think it was uh Oh, I can't even remember what's the song. The lookout? Yeah, Lookout Man was one that I had written as a children's song, but not as one that I would sing with the kids.
0: And so, uh, just from a a songwriting perspective, did you find that process easier than writing songs for the Humbugs? Harder? Just or just different? Or not different at all?
1: It's it it is, it is different. And then it sort of the more I did it, the it, it uh, sort of the the process uh, sort of, of doing it kind of became solidified and became quite different. I, I sort of end up, you know, before, before, I should say when I write a song like for the humbugs, I just sort of sit down with a guitar and just start sort of improvising and sort of just a bit more sort of free association and sort of whatever sort of shows up as the song but with, when i was writing songs with the bazillions it was a little bit you know it was more like i would i would know exactly what i was going to do like as far as the topic and even maybe some of the words i'd have sort of that worked out before i even picked up the guitar
0: okay so you released rock and roll recess 2011 uh, 2010 that? i think yeah. actually yeah 2010 okay and Eric, where, how did you get sucked into this?
2: <laughs> so, I, I, it's, it's probably more accurate to say I butted myself into the process. <laughs> uh, I, I've known these guys uh, through sort of musician circles for a long time. And I, I, I wanted to go support this new project, this kids band, where they're playing a, a gig at a coffee shop. And uh, it was our second gig. Right. It's right at the beginning. And it was right about that time I had also stumbled upon uh they might be giants, Here Comes Science, uh the ABCs and a bunch of And uh both my wife and I are graphic designers and we had looked at those and they're they're beautiful examples of, you know, just great illustration styles. They're wonderful videos. Oh, yeah. I'm sure most of your listeners and readers know. And I saw that I was like, God, I would love to do that. And it was like the next day that I saw the bazillions and here's this wealth of material screaming to be illustrated and animated. And it was, it was kind of one of those, you know, fireworks going off kind of moments. And Adam can tell you, I went home that weekend and wrote up a marketing plan. I did the first verse of uh supersonic rocket bike as kind of a test animation. I was like, look what we can do. And uh thankfully didn't scare them away. <laughs> and, uh, that was kind of the moment when it turned from just a musical project to kind of this multimedia project, and we've and so, been cooking ever since.
0: And then, So, Adam, from, from your perspective, you you had not initially, as you were crafting these songs, thought of these songs as uh, video songs. You had just thought of them as songs that you would perform. Um, what did you – I mean, what did you think when <laughs> – you got an email or, or a phone call or whatever we, you actually got from, from Eric. I mean, we,
1: we played that gig. We played that gig at a coffee shop. And, uh, and actually that gig was supposed to be a Humbugs gig that uh, I, I noticed that the start time, it was in a coffee shop, and I, I noticed the start time was around 7 o'clock. And so I asked if we could play first and make it a Bazillions gig. So we played the gig at seven o'clock. We invited all of our, all the kids from school. And then we had the rest of the night where other people were performing. And we just sat at a coffee table, uh, in the back. And we just sort of discussed out for hours, all the different possibilities of what we could do with the bazillions.
0: And so, um, how long did it take from that moment That fireworks going off in the coffee shop moment, to uh, actually having uh, so uh, supersonic rocket bike was the the first video that y'all released. If I no,
2: it was actually Tommy got in in trouble. Oh, that's
0: right. I'm trying.
2: Yeah, because there was actually. You have another friend who's uh yeah. who's a director yeah. uh of, of short films and documentaries who had a He sort of expressed an interest in, in doing something with that one. I saw so at first Rocket Bike was off limits. So I had to sort of work around the edges and push my way towards the prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we did Tommy Got in Trouble First. Right. And that was that took about like a month or a month and a half, maybe or something. Okay. But it just was great. It was I think we knew there was something special because, you know, you. I can certainly speak from my own experience also kicking around in the adult band world a little bit. You kind of get used to being ignored. And <laughs> there was something when we put Tommy Got in Trouble and before long it had a 1,000 YouTube views. It's like, oh my gosh, people are actually paying attention to this. And it was just, it was great. It was really exciting to 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 kind of connect with people right away. And I think that just sort of gave us, spurred us on to, to make more.
0: So uh, let's let's jump forward a little bit to uh, to heads or tails. And so when you are writing the songs for the follow-up, Adam, I'm assuming you probably, did you have videos more in mind, more front of mind, like, oh, as you were writing a song, like, oh, I can... I totally have an idea of how this a video for this might work, or did that not really play in your mind?
1: It it does and it doesn't because I know that whatever's in my mind is probably not going to be as visually interesting as what's in Eric's <laughs> mind so, or bizarre. So I don't. Uh, as I'm writing the songs, I might I might think to myself, well, this is this might really lend itself
2: to a video, but. I I don't really think about it too much because it's really Eric's world. I mean, it seems like the the biggest thing that that happened to us along the way was Preposition, which was the most kind of overt or directly educational song from the first record. And that had, you know, that's our our runaway hit on YouTube. That's the one that really went viral. And I think that definitely seemed like it steered your songwriting direction. It did. I decided at that
1: point once preposition became the the big hit that oh the this is there's a real place for these songs and then so i decided to make heads or tails um half sort of half educational songs and and half uh you know life as a kid songs
0: and so and prep i i think you mentioned this in the video though maybe i'm just uh making this up but how many hundreds of thousands or or millions of views do you all have at this point on on the 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 videos that are up on YouTube
2: yeah we we haven't quite gotten a million we're over 500,000 for the for the collective with preposition just past 400,000 last week I think
0: wow wow and I I mean and and I'm sure you're getting like comments and probably letters and maybe even all over the world
1: yeah that's it's become very you know it's that's the thing it's used so much with teaching uh English as a second language to you know all these kids all over the world,
0: which you know that must be and one it's of
2: those here and you know and people that know english right <laughs> that it is it's really cool it gets stuff from South Korea and Colombia oh. and things, and we always a wasn't it a a, a mexican either junior high or high school class had made like their sort of scrapbook video for the year and preposition was the theme song yeah. running behind their yeah. little YouTube montage. Yeah, Which
0: is, which is just really, I think that's cool. And, you know, and, and, you know, as an English language, native English language speaker, I mean, it, it does a great job. You know, it's a great so- song. I mean, it, the song works really well to illustrate the concept uh even without the visuals and then the vi- visuals just you know provide that much more context so I, I i understand why it's it's become so pop you know once people saw it and like oh i totally get that
1: and and like also talking about serendipitous moments that was not really one of the songs that i had thought about initially to put on rock and roll recess and huh. It was just sort of, it was a bit of an afterthought. I think Kristen, my wife, was sort of like, asked me to go, you know, she was like, what about that preposition song? You should sort of, we should do that song, you know? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. And so I just sort of, I ended up recording it uh, just kind of by myself with with Kristen singing some backups. And then I ended up bringing in uh, the bass player and the drummer at the end of it. Um, And we just sort of threw it together it wasn't really um, one of the songs that I had initially thought of yeah because that's
2: drum machine for most of the song right yeah which yeah. you guys yeah. I mean, when do you ever are there any other tracks in your entire catalog <laughs> like that uh no
1: <laughs> not really <laughs> well that's wild yeah um and so, then and then making it was was a, another thing because it was it was sort of a uh, it was supposed to how did we end up doing it? We ended up doing it because we had sort of spare time. Yeah. (laughs) You, you did the video because we we were still on hold for rocket bike. Right.
2: Right. And I was like, I have an idea for proposition that I think I could do pretty quick. And I just kind of cranked that one out and yeah, it, uh, it's kind of amazing.
0: Cool. And so uh, uh, fast forwarding just a little bit. So you have this, Kickstarter campaign, um, how did you, why did, you, why are you choosing, and we'll talk about the, 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 campaign, well, let me, actually, let's talk just a little bit about the campaign. So the campaign is to fund, uh, the production of four more videos, uh, videos for songs off Heads or Tails, and, mm-hmm. with the goal, subsequently, Uh, beyond just producing those videos and being able to distribute those uh, via YouTube and your Roku channel. And I want to talk just a little bit about the Roku channel as well. Uh, And then also to help fund the production of uh, a new DVD, which will feature the six current uh, videos for the band, as well as these four new ones. And so... Uh there are the standard uh rewards in the Kickstarter campaign. You can get uh stickers, you can get uh digital downloads of uh the vid- one of the videos or the or, or all the videos. You can get uh CDs, um etc. How did you uh decide upon kickstarter as the way you wanted to try to generate the funding to produce these videos because obviously you you didn't uh you didn't go through uh kickstarter to produce the first few videos
2: right well i think all along the bazillions has kind of been a a bit of a proof of concept just figuring Mm -hmm. out you know is this working seeing what the response is it's been kind of organic but you know, we all have full-time jobs that we do regularly, and, and it, it can be tough to make the time. You know, life gets in the way, and we can't always give it uh, the uh, the attention that we'd like to. And we really believe in what we've done to date. So this seemed like a great opportunity with some funding to be able to focus our efforts and hopefully produce this set of four uh a little bit quicker, than we've been a, a little bit sporadic over the years. And, and my hope is, uh, you know, if we get funded, to, to get these four done for the, for the end of the year. So it really is just giving us the, the resources to, to produce in a little more focused way.
0: I'm assuming, uh, Eric and Adam, but this is probably more uh, Eric's uh, bailiwick, that you probably have these storyboarded out and you know exactly sort of what you would do
2: it it's it's, it's there it depends on the song. I silent E is probably the one I have the farthest along in in sketch form. Uh a few of the others, like uh Perimeter Around the Area is gonna be great because it's there's a bit of like a film noir sort of sound in my brain to the to the song. So I wanna do a little character like uh a kid dressed like a detective with a little dog. Cause the song is sort of all about figuring out the relationship between perimeter and area. And so I think that could be, that could be really fun. You so, see, I didn't have that in mind. When I wrote the song. the what, dog part. There. Well, I've said all along, we got to get an animal animal in because as great as our, our YouTube views have been, it's nothing compared to cat videos. So that's the, uh, that's it's the, the angle that we've, uh, we've been missing but uh yeah there's kind of sketches on the board for 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 all of them in sort of various levels of finish
0: cool now uh, uh the the kickstarter process itself uh, you know i i am a um i'm a serial uh backer of yep. kickstarter of kickstarter I have a projects of them as well Yep. And so I'm curious, uh, you know, especially if, if y- y'all have, as you just noted, have, have done some, uh, a fair amount of backing yourself. I mean, what's been the process like of of creating a campaign, you know, going through the producing a video, um, deciding about where, drafting a budget, trying to figure out uh, what your uh, reward should be, um, is, has that been a fun process, or has that been a tedious and trying process?
2: I think, yeah, right, probably both. It's been fun, but it, it is a lot of work. I mean, it's, and I, I would. We I, we came up with the idea of the Kickstarter campaign. How long ago? Well, we were yeah. We we originally thought about using Kickstarter for another idea. Maybe we'll sort of right. keep that in our in our back pocket. Um, but uh, we have been looking at it for a while. Cause it seemed great. And, and it, you know, getting back to a, a question you had before about why Kickstarter, the whole all or nothing funding aspect of it is really interesting. And, uh, it, as we've sort of researched it, 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 it felt right. Cause it, it, you know, they always say there's, there's a certain urgency that comes from that. And we really hope to kind of get people to rally rally around our cause. But, uh, it's a, it is a lot of planning, trying to get it right, figure out what seems like an amount of funding that will get us to where we want to go and feels reasonable and, and and will we think is attainable with the the resources we have. And then you know, there's a lot of other pieces besides the Kickstarter page. We've got a separate video that's going to go on our YouTube channel. We have a separate video that's on our Roku channel. Um, and it's, it's probably fair to say that it's maybe a little more work than I originally <laughs> thought it was going to be. But I think if you're a serial Kickstarter backer, I mean, I'm the same way. I think Kickstarter is amazing. And the more time I spend with it, it's really inspiring. And I just, as a, as a model for how to fund the arts and creative projects, I think it's, it's, it's just, it's really cool. I I'm, I'm excited to try it. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, and, and we should note for the the listeners that we're actually recording this just before the campaign has gone live. So uh, we're you're hearing this in the future, or we're <laughs> recording this in the past, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, 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 Kickstarter is, is interesting to me. I think also in the concept of sort of creating community, there are a number of projects. And in fact, a lot of projects that I back, not all of them, but a lot of them. I back not at the full dollar. Like, you know, there'll be a film or something that, you know, it'll be like $25 to download the film. And I'm like, ah, I'm not interested in the film that much to spend $25. But I'm interested in the film enough to spend a buck or two to, to get the updates and sort of be hooked into the community of that film. Yeah, sure. And, I, you know, I think that there, there was a post- uh, recently and it's somewhere on the kickstarter blog where uh th- one of the kickstarter founders said you know money the money goes you eventually spend all the money but the community that you create that can be there forever and so you guys obviously i think have a fairly strong my sense is just from looking at the facebook page et etc i think you have a fairly strong fan base meaning they're very engaged but mm-hmm. i think kick using kickstarter is an opportunity to further engage that fan base as well as pick up some new fan bases. I mean, that to me is, uh, I think a really cool aspect of Kickstarter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The most exciting thing about backing campaigns is getting the updates from people and seeing the different, the different tacks that different campaigns take. I, I'm sure you probably noticed Rachel and the tree schoolers that campaign, if you didn't blew my mind as a masterpiece of social networking, marketing i'm still in awe of that campaign yeah i
0: i I did not i did not uh back that campaign um i i'm but i i saw it and uh what was it about that that you that you were so impressed by
2: it was really it was all in the updates i mean the you know the content looks great and it's i'm excited for them they got four times their their goal which was Staggering, and it's a you know it's a, it's targeted more at preschoolers, but it's a kids' video program, so it had a lot in common with what with what we're doing. And the way she reached out to her backers to giving them specific tools to promote to their own networks, uh, she drafted ideas for things they could tweet or share on Facebook. She even made uh, little badges, little graphics with characters from the show that said "I'm a backer." And they could share these, and it was just—it was a really neat. way. I mean, you talk about engaging with a new community of fans; it, it was that to a T, and it was really—it was really great.
0: So, uh, let's 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 think positively, and uh, I, I I have a pretty good feeling about this campaign even before it's it's it launches. I I, I think you guys are are going to make it. So, um, what do you hope? What do you hope happens? a year from now. So the, the campaign is funded. Um, what, 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 do you hope the bazillions are doing a year from now with, with the money that you've uh, generated and, and, the, and the videos you've produced?
1: Um, well, uh, ho- hopefully we just continue to build on what we have and, uh, make the, make the videos and then, and then make
2: more, Bazillion CDs. Yeah, I think one thing we've talked about a lot is we've had many people visit our videos, and the comment is often, Oh, I wish you had more, you know, especially with preposition. And we're kind of hoping this is that literally a kickstart in that area to be able to talk to people about having a library. We use that word, a library of children's content, a lot in even in the campaign. And it that's really what we're going for is that it doesn't feel like just a handful of videos. Now it's this, this whole collection that, that people can really enjoy. And that gives us something else to promote to other media channels. I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, a, a dream to see these things as interstitials on television or, or, you know, we talk about schoolhouse rock a lot too. And that's what, We grew up with and it would be pretty awesome to see bazillions educational videos in between Saturday morning cartoons yeah Uh,
0: real quickly on on the subject of schoolhouse I mean there's obviously a a clear uh, inspiration or um, how (laughs) schoolhouse rock looms so large in the minds of people our general age how do you think about uh, crafting the videos for these songs or writing the songs without thinking oh my goodness i i can't do that that was in schoolhouse rock or i i i need to do something differently than schoolhouse rock or is that or am i um over dramatizing the 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 similarities that's that's true uh
1: that there are sort of things that are kind of uh become a bit like off limits, you know what I mean. But there's also like an infinite number of <laughs> things to choose from that you can write about and animate. Yeah, it's, it. It's, they didn't.
2: They didn't cover everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are a
2: few subjects that there are 30 videos.
1: Hopefully, didn't hit. And I didn't know that there was a preposition song for Schoolhouse Rock. I had no idea. I just. I just wrote, we did ours, and then when it was on YouTube I noticed, oh, there's a Schoolhouse Rock one. It wasn't really one of the more famous ones, and I guess there's room for both
2: of ours. Yeah, I mean, as far as the the visual side of it goes, I probably still draw more inspiration from those They Might Be Giants DVDs than Schoolhouse Rock stylistically. It's kind of whatever... I don't know. I think we both whatever pops into our head is kind of where we go. It's, and I think we're inspired by the spirit of it, but it's certainly, I think we're style wise kind of. Yeah.
1: And I think, and I think because they, at the, the time when they made those videos,
2: it was all old school sort of animation, right? That kind of hand drawn style. And we've just had, it's kind of part of our, you know, our look is this cut, Paper collage kind of thing, so we'll probably just keep going with that
0: great, great, okay so uh we will I will have links to the this campaign. Uh, on the page for this episode at the website. Uh, You can also search for The Bazillions, that's bazillions with two L's, on Kickstarter, and I'm sure that you will find the campaign that way. If folks want to find out more about The Bazillions, where else do you suggest they go to?
2: Uh, We can go to our website. Which is thebazillions.com
1: Facebook is... uh a great way to uh, keep in touch with us because it gets updated frequently. And that's facebook.com slash the bazillions. You know, we do, we, we do Twitter. Um,
2: <laughs> Twitter.com slash. So, <laughs> bazillions.
0: so and what, what's the, what's the YouTube channel address?
2: Oh, um, uh, you know, I think it's probably youtube.com slash user slash the bazillions, but that one, if you search for preposition song, You'll get to us really quickly. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then uh, finally, uh, you guys have a a Roku channel, right? Yes. Yes. So if uh, folks have Roku, they can search on the bazillions and add uh, you guys to their channel list Mm -hmm. that way. Awesome. Well, uh, Adam, Eric, I really appreciate you taking the time out this morning to talk to me
2: thank you yeah absolutely thanks Stefan
0: good luck on the campaign I will be sure to uh, be providing updates through zoo global etc and uh, good luck like I said I think you guys are going to do well with this campaign uh, listeners thank you for tuning in uh, as always if you listen if you have questions please send me an email zoo global at earthlinknet you can find this and all the rest of the Bake Sale podcasts, either in iTunes, and you can rate and re- review the podcast there, or at bake bakesale. Adam, Eric, thanks again. Have a great day.
2: You too. Thanks, you too. Bye.